oh my god like uh, i am like not present i'm really not hi sisters ah! oh my god it's james oh my god james charles what are you doing here oh my god, you guys! <laughs> i'm literally so excited for today like i've been waiting to do this my entire life we're literally obsessed with you i can't we're believe you're in fans, my apartment i can't believe i'm here I was Wait. in town for Fashion Week, and I was like, I have to see them. Yeah, you beat your face. Yeah, no, you so look good. amazing. Thank you, boys. Stop. Okay, James. Okay, I'm going to go sit over there, and then, like, I'll just watch you guys do it. Okay, please. Like, there were some parts that were very good at that. They, uh, Yeah, there there were some misses, but there were a lot of hits. I'm honestly, like, so sick of just, like, the constant <laughs> criticism from your department. From my department? <laughs> <laughs> From my department? Yeah. I can count hair plugs. I can count, um, I look like I was dying. I can count there were some misses in my James Charles impression. I can count, I'm sure, countless other things that you've been throwing around lately. And I'm sweet as a peach. How does it taste? Good children. Hey guys, and welcome back to Good Children, the podcast where me and Andrew reflect on our 21 years of friendship, growing up in the late 2000s, early 2010s, and all of the nostalgia, trauma, and need to succeed that comes along with it. So I feel like we should just address, like, we're coming in totally blind. Oh, yeah. Which is, like, usually the vibe, but usually we have, like, a general theme Like, theme, or subject. And, like, some, like, bullet points. And we do, like, kind of. of. Like, we know that it's about being a good little boy. About being such a good boy. We saw a TikTok. Someone actually tagged us in a TikTok earlier today of, like, someone talking about, like, the best little boy syndrome. And it's, like, basically gay. I'm actually just going to include the TikTok in this moment. The best little boy in the world hypothesis. This is, like, a 50-year-old idea that's been recycled over time. And it basically says that gay men, in particular, trying to kind of conceal their sexuality, will just deflect attention from themselves by investing in recognized markers of success. Good grades, athletic achievement, elite employment, and so on. Um, there's some super interesting psychology around... This idea that if you, as a young gay kid, maybe didn't feel safe, or even if you did, that you realize that there's something, like this original poster said, something weird and different about you. And so the way to fix that is to be so spectacularly smart, talented, astonishing, whatever, that no one, that no one will see you. Um, and uh, some of you might feel this way now. Shout out overachieving gays. When you said that to me, I my day ruined ruined yeah i was like oh no this is took a turn for the worse but then it made me realize a lot of things yeah that my entire life is so deeply contrived for like the single goal of just being liked and not being seen as gay and then it's like what happens now that i'm that's out the window you know what i mean it's like when you spend your whole entire life looking for validation in other ways besides being gay like Maybe that's why I take five naps a day and I'm like not working. No, you're like desperately looking for something to explain the naps, but it's like a sev- for sure a severe illness and you should go to a doctor. And I think everyone listening agrees that no. you like need to see a doctor. Literally, no. You sat down just now before we started I, and said, yeah, I right. need to see a doctor and a dentist immediately. 
you said half of my mouth is gonna need a root canal and this has now been going on for a minimum three weeks yeah you're at right minimum and i'm not it's not like i have insurance it's kind of like i'm paying out of you have insurance yeah but like i'm paying top dollar for that insurance so i might as well use it yeah i think there has not been a situation in my life where i have not tried to be the best person in the room okay would you agree? Oh, yeah. And I think the only times I've ever felt competition in that sense was truly you. You know, it was like, oh, he's doing this better than me. Interesting. Would you? I don't know if I've ever really felt it with you, but I kind of like, I kind of like take a back seat. If I know that I'm not going to be good at something, I'm like, let you do it. I'm like, fucking have it. Because like, I know I'm going to be able to just step right in somewhere else. Or you could just cheat. Or like I the pine can car just derby. cheat. Why are you going to bring up the pine card derby? I think it's a perfect first step into this episode. I guess you're kind of right. What year is it? It's got to be 2003? Two? Yeah, 2003, we're definitely 2003. really young. Very young. Your face? The, it's pink. It's. I mean, what's new? It's pink. It's round. It has a plush cheek. <laughs> and... Uh, you know what? What more could you ask for? Nothing. We were little Cub Scouts. Yeah. And it was the Pine Car Derby, and our task was to make a stunning car to race in that derby. And what did I do? What did you do? I made a stunning car. Oh, so like the the people who disqualified you from the competition and like removed your car from the race and they took away your trophy, they were wrong? Isn't it kind of nuts that that was happening to a seven-year-old? And I agree, like... <laughs> Were, was I in the wrong? Absolutely, for sure, a hundred and thousand percent. Right, but at the same time, I shouldn't. I wasn't strong enough. Okay, to deal with that. And again, did I cheat? Yes. yes. But my car was smooth. <laughs> it was actually sculpted. It looked like a Lamborghini. Yeah, it was stunning. And it was metallic. It, like, shimmered. Right. It was, like, went from green to purple. Yeah, I'll never forget it. Yeah. Mine was a cute little shark. It was a cute little Yours shark. And my dad really did make it, but he made it look like I made it. Yeah. Your uncle. uncle yeah, I went to my uncle's basement. Um, he is a he had a wood shop in his basement and was like, what do you want? Honestly, it was kind of like what I could only assume, like, drawing up what your red carpet look, look is going to look like. You were like, I need it to look exactly like this. Yeah, he was, like, spraying out different paints, and I was like, this is the one. And then he was like, okay, so for style, are you thinking boxy, or are you thinking curvy? And, and I'm like, you were like, curvy. curvy. Right. Yeah. And then I was like, I don't want it to be, like, I don't want anything to be on it. I just want it to be sleek and professional. He made it beautifully. Yeah, and, and almost some some could say too beautifully. And I think he put something on the tires. He cheated in that way as yeah, well. Yeah, because it was like going really fast. Yeah, I mean, you won by a landslide. And then, what do you think happened? Like, let's take a moment and imagine the adults in this situation. Yeah. So, like, the Cub Scout leaders yep. must have at that point, once you had won, eyebrows were raised. Yeah, they were like, they were, some people, everyone knew. <laughs> everyone knew. <laughs> Some people were like, let's just ignore it. And it wasn't like I was giving off the energy that I could even cut a piece of wood. Even know what wood is. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> I was like, I was honestly ready for whatever snacks were to come. Right. And they were, they knew that. He doesn't know how to work a saw. No, and they just like all just like let you have it until someone had to say, 
Absolutely not. Dude, they, they gave me the medal. You have, there's a picture of you holding the medal, grinning ear to ear. And then it was stripped away from you because you had cheated and you were disqualified because you got adult assistance. What does that do to a kid? I mean, it really messes you up. It's because it's like... You think I, that's I, why you're like this? Yeah, I think after that, I kind of was like, you know what? I need to prove to everybody that I can that be better at cheating. That I deserve that medal. I deserved that medal. So you that's that's why you got really into race cars. Exactly. That's, and that's why I love F1. I do feel like the best boys in the world were Boy Scouts. Yes. And that's something that your dad promised both both me and you. If we made it to Eagle Scouts, what were we gonna get? Corvettes. Corvettes. I didn't even know what a fucking Corvette was. Me but I was like, I will do this because Andrew's dad is gonna get me a Corvette. And the, the word Corvette in itself was yeah. Hot. I was, I was like, like, yeah, I'm gonna be driving a Corvette. I'm driving a Corvette. Eagle Scout. I wonder if he would have stuck by that promise. I think that he genuinely he would have. have. Yeah, I do think. Yeah. Boy Scouts was rewarding us for behaving like boys. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, you're going to go into the woods. You're going to pick root beer roots. I remember carving soap with a pocket knife, getting my first pocket knife. Quit after that. I only was in Cub Scouts for the pocket knife. And what does that say about me? You were trying to stab? You were trying to I guess I was trying to stab. I was. Trying I do to think like, that was probably, I think we quit at the same we time. We both did. Remember the belts not fitting? Yes. They were like, it was like almost like seatbelt vibes. Yeah. It was like an airplane. Yes. Right? Yeah. And it didn't fit. No. It never fit. I had to like go and buy a bigger size We one. needed the extension. I remember the store. The, and seeing the other fun. older Boy Scouts there, you're like, mm-hmm. you're cool. like, okay, yeah. <laughs> no, I wasn't like hitting on an older <laughs> Boy Scout. <laughs> what? I do feel like again, though, like that this is going to be the perfect, who knew that this episode might have the most structure we've ever had. Yeah. So... Boy Scouts perfectly reflects this phenomenon, which is if you do this thing to the highest quality, you will get a badge and you'll be rewarded and you will ultimately be able to be from go from a cub to a boy to an eagle. All of those are gay terms. They are come on. <laughs> like, actually come ending on the eagle on. is crazy. I felt nominally in some way like that theory about the best boy in boy scouts because i was like yeah Yeah. i'm gonna like have to do these things because this is what a boy does Mm -hmm. and you know the whole fucking time i wanted to be a brownie i was yeah yeah you wanted to be a brownie you wanted to be a little what are they called tulip daisies a daisy Daisy. a daisy a daisy to a brownie into a girl scout into a girl scout what else could you want and they stop at girl scouts yeah it's not like they're an eagle whatever that is really crazy that when you do drop out of boy scouts it's like what's the point of even being a boy you know what i mean You're kind of like, you actually, it's like survival of the fittest. Yeah, well, that's like, yeah, like, it's... You dropped, I just, like, couldn't do it any longer. And you know what? Like, we were required to do so many different things. Remember doing, I remember doing somersaults. That was, that was a, that was something. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. A somersault? Yeah. No. Somersault is a beautiful name for a girl. Yeah. Somersault. Somersault hedges. Drag name. Somersault. <laughs> Somersault. Those were scary. Any bodily movement that involved my head and neck touching the ground freaked me out. Yeah. Because your neck is going to 
snap in two. My big yeah. ass head. Yeah. My big ass body. Yeah. I'm, that, the amount of weight that was going on. Oh, no. Night. It actually freaks me out. It freaks me but out. But you have to place your hands down first. Yeah, but I can't not I wasn't doing that. To do that. I was never doing that. It's honestly not fair that the Boy Scout organization didn't have a cookie to sell. Because. Do they sell? Do we sell anything? Nothing. Popcorn? Nope. Candy? No. no. The chocolates for sale from religious religion? education. That is, I yeah, was funneling. Yes, all of the I money into that all system. of that for the crispy chocolates. Yeah, for the crispy. Oh my god! No, the way that I'm clenching because because cr- we would lose our minds through that day. Chocolates, the crispy chocolates. Yes, honestly, Crunch Bars. Wish. Fucking they wish. literally wish they could be that rice milk chocolate bar. That was that thin. Oh, you're yawning. Hey, hey. The boys who would just like moan, those moaning boys. No, not you. The what? Like there were like the straight boys in like high school who just like would like moan in class out of nowhere, like to be funny. Uh-huh. Ah, like, yeah. Like, what the like, fuck? We get what it, you're you're to, actually gay. Yeah. Like, what are you trying to get out of this? You're trying literally to literally nothing. Because I have, I know what sex is. Loser. When did you find out what sex is? When did I find out? Like, what when sex did you was? like finally get a good grasp on it and realize it's something that you could do? Oh, probably like sixth grade. Okay, I was like, that's what I mean. Like, we learned about sex. Yeah. So I was kind of like, what sex? Right. And then I looked it up and I was like, actually, no, no thank you. And I've kind of come full circle back to saying absolutely no. <laughs> yeah. No, I understand. I relate. Um. Remember when we were talking about world's finest chocolate bars? <laughs> because like I they are the world's finest. finest. Yeah, the thing about those bars is they're incredible. One dollar. One dollar. The bar is the size of a pixie stick. Yes. It is. It doesn't taste good. Excellent. But I would still say best chocolate I've ever had. I would say it is the world's finest. Yeah, it is the world's finest. And the caramel bars. Phenomenal. The crispy rice, phenomenal. phenomenal. The regular, amazing. amazing. The almond, okay. couldn't beat it. And the dark chocolate. That was a pyramid scheme, kind it of, was. right? Were we funneling money into the church? Yes. It was definitely for the church. <laughs> yeah. So smart. What is your immediate reaction when you can't do something? What, like, if you... Oh, like, quit. Yeah. If I can't do something, like... I, and I don't think that it comes often, but if I if I believe I can't down? do something, I'm like I'm not doing it. Like yeah. I, it's either I, I either do it perfectly or I cannot do the thing. I will yeah. not do the thing. I'll say that's kind of how I feel thing. with dating. Not my thing. Like I feel like I'm not good at dating, and I was like I'm just not going to date. Yeah. Like I just need to actually call it off because like it's like one or the other. Like I can't I can't, and I think dating is one of the only areas where it's like you're not in full, you can't be in full control over whether or not the date went well. Yeah. And. I was just like, well, then I just won't go on the dates. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not kind of possibly, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. It's kind of crazy. You just cut it out completely. Yeah, I was like, I, I quit. You quit dating. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, it seems to be the trend here. Is like, I'm noticing, though, I feel like a lot of people are quitting dating. Yeah. Which we, I think is We've weird. had multiple conversations over the past two weeks. With people different being people like, being like, yeah, yeah no. I just don't go on dates anymore. Why? I don't know. What's up, you guys? It's so What are we crazy. all experiencing? I mean, I went on a date. I mean, like, I'm not going to talk about it, and I'm not going to get into it, but I do think it's a major accomplishment that no. I finally brought myself out of this apartment and said I'm actually going to go on a date. That was shocking. Shocking news. And I woke up that morning and I said, Joe's not going on a date. 
Yeah. So did she I. She was not going on the date. I was going to make you go on that date regardless. Like, we were going to force you out this door because I, that is always the mindset going before any single date. And it's like, you just got to go. I know. You just got to go because what's the worst thing that happens? It's a conversation. Yeah. Done. This reminds me, honestly, like, it's I'm completely bringing us back to high school. Please. Yeah, I'm pivoting the whole conversation. Absolutely. But a situation where I shockingly did do the thing where I don't think I should have was when I was nominated for Homecoming King, everyone was. If you, like, got your name written down, you were nominated. I definitely wrote my own name down. You know what I mean? Or no, someone else. Like, maybe Sarah did. Someone else wrote my name down, too. And there was, like, a list of, like, 60 names. And then you went to, like, the NHS board or some board, and they, like, interviewed you in front of, like, 35 people. And they like, asked you questions and like that. So they decided if you were or were not going to be like in the homecoming court. And you had to go up in front of a board. Yeah. And I'm senior in high school. No, I wish I was a fly on that fucking You know wall. who was Frank? Frank was on the board. I need to talk to Frank. No, like I, me and Frank have never spoken about this. And I think it's because genuinely it was one of the most embarrassing experiences of my life. No. Um, and the questions were like, if you could, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? And I for homecoming king. You know me in that situation. I'm like, well, I have to answer this in a way that is not true, but what they want to hear, and like what sounds respectable, yeah. and like what's not weird. No, that like you having to fit that little mold for them, or what you I know thought that the I thought the was. mold was. And if I actually open my mouth and talk like this, yeah. they would have been like, yeah, yeah, we're obsessed with you. When you can break, the, I think that's what we're learning here too through it's the pod the is mold. like breaking the mold. And I think that, like, that's what a lot of listeners are saying, too. Only shooting stars break the mold. Should we talk about the performance? (laughs) Andrew, our choreographed performance to All Star by Smash Mouth that we did for what? Second grade music class or just for fun? I think it was... Just for fun. Just for fun. (laughs) But in front of the class? Yeah, we just, like, come in one day and say we're going to do this. There had to be there had to be a reason that we were doing it. Yeah. There was definitely an assignment. Was it that second grade? It was Parsons. Level. It was Parsons. Yeah, we yeah. rehearsed in my backyard. I will never forget choreographing that performance. Yeah. I remember doing "Hey Now You're a Rock Star," like get the show on, get, get paid. paid. I don't think we were doing this, but "Hey Now, now You're an All Star." Get, get the, the game on only shooting stars that was the one only shooting stars break break the mold the media men beg to differ but judging judging by by the hole in the satellite picture the the ice we skate is getting pretty thin the water is getting warm so you might as well swim the world's world's on fire how about yours that's the way i like like it it. and i never Never get get bored. bored yeah it was all right i heard a little birdie Told, a little birdie who looks exactly like Ben Platt told me that they that you used to pray the away. Were you Yo, why would you bring away? up me? <laughs> no, I, I, okay, we like did this last episode where like we were like we mouthed a lot, and, and then like, the podcast. Like, I actually couldn't under. I was like, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, you were praying the K away. Yeah, I was praying the K away. I think that. That was something like growing up with religion as your background that I was like, this can't be the way to go. And I was praying the gay away. I was like, no, it gets 
nuts what I would say in my prayers. What would you say? I would say, oh no. I would say, I'd say, please let me end up with a beautiful wife and kids. I would say, please. That was it. And I, I would be like, I don't want, I would always like, either pray like I don't want I don't want these thoughts anymore and then I would always make my new year's resolution like do not watch anything gay and then yeah I would like pray everything I would pray for a wife and kids every single night until how old until about like so scared of this answer until about like 18 no fucking way yeah oh my god yeah it's kind of nuts Wow. Uh, yeah. And it, I don't know what I thought was going to happen. Like, right. I was genuinely going to pray it away. And now looking back on it, I'm like, that's actually, like, I look back on it, I'm like, it's that's really, sad. really, really, really sad. Yeah. And I know I'm not the only person who's ever done yeah. that, obviously. Um, it got, kind of feels really good talking about it. Um, but yeah, it was just a moment in time that I was like, yeah, this is going to change me. Like, I would, like, be in church or would do anything and that would be my first thought it would be like yeah okay. this can't happen it's so weird to me because like i know now that you were more like it wasn't that you were more confident in being gay but you were more confident that you were gay yeah than i was yes but i was less concerned with like the religious trauma of it yeah. despite going to catholic school at that time yeah like i remember being in theology class in ninth grade and calling it quits yeah i was like no i'm done with this like i was officially i listened to one song from fun one fun song and said i'm done you're like i'm gay it's like i no, not that i'm gay i was like i'm like no longer subscribing to like christianity vibes oh. and then i went through like an annoying atheist era but yeah i know i never found my atheist era i remember alternating between straight and gay porn yeah. I was like, okay, if I jerked off to a penis tonight, it's going to have to be a vagina tomorrow. Yeah. It would be only like, like, here I go. Like, no, it would be work. straight porn and like, what were you focusing on? Right. Yeah. Come on. That also was a long time for me because as we, as we've actually recently discussed in a major way, like my type of man is like not your typical porn star. Yeah. So I would get then really into like, I would be like looking up straight porn, but like describing the man. I love <laughs> you it. know what I mean? Like yeah. I would be like typing in extreme details about the man for the porn and then being like, okay, I'm watching straight porn though. <laughs> I was like pulling up the ideal person for me. It's a full being, sentence that you're yes, typing into I'm the search like, bar. Harry man, man with belly, belly. fucks girl. <laughs> I'm like, who knows? Who's to say? What's gonna show up? We yeah. don't know. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure when I was younger, younger, I would like do things like that, but not I mean, 18 is old. To, yeah. That's like, you were tortured. I was tortured. It, w- it was definitely a torturing moment because it was like the one aspect that like would make you go crazy. It's like, yeah. you know this thing about yourself. Like you think something's going to change and then every day you wake up and it, nothing has changed. And, and you're it's... like, I only have those thoughts. And you're like, oh my God, it's a new year. I'm not going to do this. And it would last seven days. And then you're like, what am I doing here? And then again, you would just go crazy the level of psychological damage yes that you face daily Mm -hmm. when you are like hiding who you are yeah is so extremely detrimental not only to like your spirit but your entire person physically mentally emotionally like the person that i like i look back at videos and i'm like i don't even know who that person was and that person 
at times was like vile and yeah. mean and like full of hate. And like that makes sense because I was yeah. miserable. Yeah. But like so much of being gay is about either like the love Simon like come out moment yeah. or it's like I've been out or it's like I've always known I was gonna come out of the closet. There's such a more complex. There's so much like, more for so so many people. Yeah. And I think that's like that's what I've always struggled with too is like even the conversation like you're you're spending so much time in your head because you're like. How what am I going to say? say? Like, how am I going to respond to this? How am I going to alter this? And like, there's only so much that your mind can take. The way we both came out respectively. It couldn't be more on brand for the, actually, actually for the both of us. It is truly. Yeah. It's actually really fucking funny. I, so again, like, I came out to like my friends, except for you, and was like, bi into gay. Yeah. And like, more so like just on the internet and then when i was 21 i started seeing this boy i had my mom drop me off at the liwr i was like okay i'm going to the movies with frank i get on the train i send out group text to my entire family and i was like okay like the most logical way to do this is like lead with the headline yeah so it was i'm gay (laughs) period and then it must have been like this doesn't change anything about who I am or like how I feel like whatever like this is just who I've always been and like yeah. I just want you guys to like know I'm turning my phone off and I won't be coming back on until the end of the day and turn my phone off and me I am someone who always had my phone on and yeah. I went into the city which was also scary for my mom and dad and turned my phone off and went missing for eight hours no that was actually crazy. And then I turned the phone back on. I was like, okay, I'm going to be on the 607. I'll be back. And then, like, my dad picked me up and he was like, the next time you have life-changing news for the family, please don't do it in a group chat. Yeah. And for me, I actually cooked a gourmet meal. It was, like, fried chicken, like, mashed potatoes, like, everything homemade. <laughs> um, it was just me and my parents. Well, and can you walk through the whole meal? Yeah, it was like a buttermilk fried chicken <laughs> with um, homemade biscuits with like... The biscuits were so, so good. Like a Texas Roadhouse style honey butter. Um, there was like potatoes and like probably like, I think it was like asparagus. Um, and I made it and I was like honestly sick to my stomach the entire time waiting, waiting, waiting to say something until the end of the conversation because I told you that I was going to do it. And then I also told my friend Elon that I was going to do it as well. And he was like really far ahead and he was like, you got this. Like yeah. what's going to happen? Like it literally is fine. Just do it. Like you're going to feel so much better afterwards. And then I told them and then I was like. Uh, oh my god yeah I was just like I'm gay um and similar to what you said like nothing has changed I'm literally the same exact person um but this is what I've always been feeling and yeah after I got it off my chest it was definitely like a release of it's sorts it's a crazy feeling it's a crazy crazy feeling cause you like can't um, take it back also it's no. like you, the moment where you're like if I say this yeah. I can never like hide yeah. this again yeah yeah when you have this mold, and I think for me, like, I've always had this mold in my head about what I was supposed to be or right. who I was, like, who I was going to be, whether it was, like, 
with my grades or with sports or any extracurricular I did. It was like it was all part of a plan and this was the one thing that wasn't a part of the plan. So when I was going off of that track, it kind of made me spiral and yeah. I was like, how do I veer back onto the track? I can't say those words because this was not a part of the mold that I was expecting. Yeah. And like when you can – literally that's why like it's breaking free. You're coming out because like you're breaking – you're shattering the mold that you have always seen for yourself for and so long. Literally, only shooting stars, stars break, break the, the mold. mold. Yeah. Yeah. And you yeah. can say what you want to say. And you, you can, can let, let those words, words fall, fall out. out. Because honestly, I, I want to see, see you be brave. brave. I mean, it's I, cr- in a crazy, crazy pivot. <laughs> I, I was just like curious. Um, how are your balls this week? Um, very fresh. I'm not wearing underwear currently. I'm sorry, I just had to say it, but I honestly feel fine doing that because I have the freshest, freshest balls, balls in the game. Yeah. What about you? Is they're feeling pretty good. They're feeling pretty smooth. They're feeling yeah. pretty fresh. I'm really grateful for our continued partnership with Manscaped. Yeah. Papa Manscaped. We're being good little boys for him. Yes, that one mower 4.0 vroom vroom on these pubes. And I'm going to be honest. Say I it. use that on my face every single day. It's honestly I've, just sitting out like it's a centerpiece. It's like gorgeous and it has it's, that little sand. And yeah. Kind of like, I think it's honestly a flex to have a manscape like in your apartment. It's I agree. It's kind of like sexy to have it in your bathroom. It's like, like a sculpture. I'm using that deodorant. I know you. I know you. You don't. You love a stinky, stinky man. But there are some times that you can just switch it up and you're like. And it's done. You know what I mean? I think, I hope that got the point across. It got the point across to, I think, a lot of people. And I think that some of them are going to join Manscaped's six, six million, million customers yeah. worldwide who trust Manscaped with their grooming needs. I, I want to know six million people. I want to have six million customers worldwide who trust me with their grooming needs. Why are the six million listeners listening to good children? Yeah, no, we need to figure that one out. But they can use our code. They could, which is... Good children. children. You can use it at manscaped.com for 20%, 20% off and free worldwide shipping. shipping. So don't forget, code is goodchildren at manscaped.com, 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Oh, we love it. Are you going to get into the metaverse like Kiki Palmer? If Kiki's in it, I'm in it. <laughs> I'm going to say, like, as someone who has done every single possible You're digital not gonna thing do in metaverse. the world, including Chatterbait, I don't think I would do the metaverse. I do think that's my, it's where I'm currently drawing a line. When I'm like coming into your room being like, Joe, how do you do this thing on the metaverse? You're like, are you fucking kidding Give me right now? Give it two months. Yeah. Give it two months. <laughs> One person offers us a paycheck. I'm, get, I'm joining the metaverse. If there was a fat paycheck from meta, <laughs> yeah. No. I just got to for a second. Now I'm good. Okay. Wait, I do want to say, like, let's interrupt this program for a second. Yeah. Um, We can't give you a date yet. We can't. But we might be able to give you a month <gasps> to start planning. You guys. To see us in the flesh. We're going to do a, a live show. November 22nd at 7.30 p.m. at the Bell House in Brooklyn. Tickets are available at the link in our bio. What you're going to get is, is some, some of, of the, the best. best. Entertainment, entertainment you've, you've ever, ever seen. seen.
Yeah. All I'm going to say is, like, I don't know if you can include this, Joe, but, like, all I'm going to say is, like, if it does well, we could be going to a city near you. Yeah. And we want to be going to a city near you. I literally want to go to a city. Any city. Any city? Like, tell me the city. If it's near you, we're freaking out. Can you pass me a good children? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Let me just take my two good children first. <gasps> oh, oh my, my god. god. How did it feel to get something just slapped against your stomach like that? I loved art in school. Yeah, you were you were like drawing. I wasn't bad. I wasn't a bad artist. Joe. I'm not a bad artist. You're and this is not me just blowing smoke Stop. up that tight hole. I think that you're one of the ta- most talented artists. I personally know in my sphere. Shut the fuck up. Yes. I'll never forget. Like you did like a sketch of like Miley Cyrus on your iPad. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I kind of was like, what do you mean that Joe just did that? You did that? Oh, thank you. Yeah. Really, really good work. I remember us drawing each other one time. Yes. And you drew me. I, I know exactly what it looks like. Is it almost like, can I? Yeah. So it was like it was like that, and yours was. Did I become like a mermaid? I did draw you as a sexy mermaid. Mermaid, you're a mermaid because you had um hair covering your boobs. Oh yeah, which honestly does make a lot of sense. And just to reference, we were fifteen. We were fifteen, <laughs> and we were drawing that. And I will say, we were like studying. I was also recommended the same year, or I guess the year before, for studio art. It's a Pythagorean theorem. Who the fuck is Pythagorean? I don't know, but I was loving that theorem. I do feel like that was one of the most fun things you could do in math, was Pythagorean's theorem. Was it? Was it X equals negative B plus or minus the square root of A squared minus yes. 2B all over X? At X equals negative B tongue? plus... Sir- what do you mean? Stick your tongue out. Your tongue is pure white. It's almost... it's pure, It almost looks moldy in the back. No! No! Is it moldy in the back?! Is it bad still? You ever brush your tongue? Yeah, I brush my tongue. Are you smelling your fingers? Yeah. What do they smell like? They smell like. If I'm a being hole. completely honest, no. It smells like a garlic knot that has been sitting in oil for about three days. Yeah, they're so garlicky. When was the last time you ate garlic? I couldn't possibly tell you. You hang from my lips like the gardens of Babylon. Oh, it's time for the girls' room. And this is honestly a message sent to us from one of our good children, honor students. And I do think it's like perfectly on brand for like what we're talking about right now. And the question is, how do you deal with disappointing someone? As a people pleaser, it's very hard for me to say no. And the guilt that follows when I can't slash don't want to follow through with a task, a hangout, literally laugh at someone's joke when it's not funny. I think that you're better at this. I do. Dealing with it? Saying no, or at least coming to the point where you're like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. I'm Sometimes, and you know when I'm stuck in a situation that I didn't want to be there. Because I'm going to drown every single ounce of positive energy from the space until the situation ends. Yes. Whoever's in your life ideally should want you to have boundaries. Yeah. Because boundaries only exist to help not only yourself, but whoever you're associating with. Mm -hmm. And I think that when you draw those boundaries, when you say no, and when you stand up for yourself, you're 
letting that person know how to love you and how to be in your life. Mm -hmm. And maybe they don't respond positively the first time, but that's on them. It's not on you. Like that is their first audition to remain in your life. And you can continue to draw that line over and over again and inform them like, this is what I want. I don't want to do this. And any reasonable person would see that hear that and learn from it yeah and again maybe not the first time because they're not used to it but ideally a reasonable person would say you're right yeah this is about you this is not about me yeah and the goal that someone will grow with you should be enough of like a north star to motivate you to want to do that yeah absolutely. and again it's just only going to benefit you you don't want to be in a situation that you don't want to be in because you know it's going to suck it's going to be miserable and it's okay to be selfish and because again like if you put yourself first in those situations then you are going to be happy and at the end of the day that's what your friend wants that's what you want like you shouldn't be doing things for other people that you don't want to do mama mia mama mia what are we eating today you good boy are getting Cookies and milk. Yes, just like any other good boy. And today we're eating Tate's cookies. Yes. That Long Island queen, you know who she is. I listen. What are you going to say? I don't think Tate's really that good. I know that that's like sacrilege to the Long Islander, but like it's a crunchy cook. And that's not my favorite thing in the world. And I think that is completely fine. I think that when we can like recognize that like people have certain tastes yes if you want a chewy cookie eat that damn chewy yeah, cookie if you exactly. like a crunchy cookie this is probably the best crunchy cookie You're that so you'll right. have and it is all about that like i think that we've gotten to a point culturally yeah where we're like failing to recognize that people can like two different things yes and like some one person can like a tate's cookie and one person can like a chips ahoy chewy and, and both of those people are okay they're really fine and i will say an advantage to a tate's cookie is probably one of the best cookies for a crumble of sorts yeah you crunch those up you sprinkle 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 on ice cream Mm. on desserts i can only imagine you dip them in like a tear like yeah I think we've been doing it wrong this whole time. Dipping it in milk is a completely different experience. Yeah, it's a much better experience than milk. Because it softens it up. Yeah, that first hit of milk is all you need, too. Hey. You know what? Is it almost like... Buttery. Caramelly? That's the thing that tastes... It's like, I feel like... (laughs) Oh my god! Oh, oh my God. Uh, well, Joe, we did it. I started this episode at my lowest point of the day. And I'm going to say, you look incredible so right do now. You. Thank you. You look so handsome. I think I've, like, life has been brought back to me by doing this. Because you're a good boy. Because I'm a good boy. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Good Children. You know where to find us. If yeah. you're not following us on Instagram, we give a lot of our like day-to-day updates on there. So whether it be merch or meetups, 
things like that are happening Live mainly. Shows. Yeah, most of those announcements are happening on Instagram. So you don't want to miss it. It's also definitely like our most fun platform. TikTok is clips of the show. Our Instagram is actually like throwbacks and just kind of like a place to just like literally post whatever we want. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's definitely our main source of information. So if you don't want to miss merch, if you don't want to miss anything, like keep up with us on there, please. Please. And that is at Good Children Pod, which is the same for TikTok. My TikTok is at Be Quiet Joe, which I seem to have just retired from using recently. And you're I've been retired, but it's at Andrew underscore Musky. Instagram, Joe Hedges. At Andrew Muscarella. And don't forget to do your homework. Like, comment, subscribe, hit that bell button. We want you to get notifications every time we post a new video or a new episode. Yeah. I Mainly because I will say to our YouTube listeners, 11am is our current drop, EST. I'm behind that computer refreshing the comments, like waiting for them to come in at 11am. So like, I know my listeners who come in every week at the same time and like comment, like, I want more of you. I want like a crazy amount of comments every single week. And don't forget to rate and review. And I'm going to say something about the Apple podcast reviews. They're going to If you ever have like a few minutes just to scroll, please read the, the reviews and review yourself. But the last one. Yeah, one that we got recently was made nuts. me cry. Yes. Okay, bye. Bye. Hey now, you're an all star. Get your game on. Go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on. Get paid. All that glitter is gold. Is that the word? Only shooting stars break the mold.